was a good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Baron. <laughs> hey, Kyle. Lil Baron. <laughs> How are you today? I'm doing good. It's been a good day. It has been a good yeah. day. So listen, Lil, last week, mm-hmm. you'll remember, we talked about apples. Yes. You remember that? I do. All the good things that apples bring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. So today, I want to expand on that okay. from an article that I found on Eat This, Not That. It's called... These fruits drive the most weight loss, according to science. Oh, spill it. According to science. <laughs> bring it, right? Come on, bring it on. No, there's some good stuff here. Just, just a couple. I'm not okay. going to touch on all of them, but just a couple of them. Okay. Number one, bananas. Really? Do you like bananas? I do. Yeah, I, I am good, good with bananas. They're probably not my favorite fruit of all time, but I like bananas. But regardless, <laughs> bananas, they say, no, this, it's not that they say, it's true. Bananas are quite filling. Yeah. Especially if you slice one up on top of a piece of whole wheat toast with peanut butter. Then it's quite filling. Not on ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Or on ice cream. It's filling there too. (laughs) However, know that when you eat a banana, you're not breaking the calorie bank since one banana only contains 112 calories. Wow. So that's not bad. No. Uh, Not to mention that this piece of fruit contains three grams of fiber, which can help boost Mm -hmm. your feelings of satiety and Mm -hmm. and feeling full. So bananas are a good choice. Wow. (laughs) Here's another one. Passion fruit. Oh, do you do you regularly even, no, eat passion fruit? No, <laughs> I don't. I so I more, apparently so I actually served a mission for my church in Brazil, and oh. passion fruit is just rampant in Brazil. But they call it maracujá. Like, isn't that fun? That is. It's just fun to say it, even if you don't know what it means. It's just right. fun to say. It. So so a lot of people ate passion fruit and they drink juice, really more juice than than eating the fruit. But mm-hmm. it's a low calorie fruit. Uh, it's rich in vitamins A and C. It only has eighteen calories. So you can eat five passion fruit and still be under 100 calories. It's native to South America. Like I said, Mm -hmm. passion fruit contains piscetanol, which is the compound that may improve blood pressure and increase insulin sensitivity, which is great for weight loss. So take a look at passion fruit next time you're able to find it in the grocery store. The next one I'm sure you've heard of, that's grapefruit. Yes. Yeah, we've all heard of the grapefruit diet, Mm -hmm. whatever that is. I mean, we've heard of it. I don't know if we all know what it is. I'm not sure that I know what it is, but uh, grapefruit may help you shed some unwanted pounds so long as you don't drown it in sugar, Right. which I know some people like to do. Um, Half of a grapefruit contains only 65 calories. And while that really doesn't sound that filling, maybe one study did show that those who ate grapefruit or drank grapefruit juice before their meals ate fewer calories and also experienced a 7.1% drop in weight. Wow. So there is something to it. Here's the last one. This is an easy one as well. One that I know you're aware of, and that's oranges. Oh, yeah. So oranges contain only 72 calories on average and nearly four grams of fiber. So Mm -hmm. great, great things both there. Uh, This fruit isn't just flavorful. It's packed with soluble fiber, which is known to help reduce your appetite. And in fact, one study showed that soluble fiber may help to suppress the levels of hunger hormones produced by the body. So just a, a couple of thoughts, a couple of things yeah. to think about when you're looking for your fruits and, yeah. you know, maybe if you're working on passion wearing, fruit, passion fruit, maracuja. <laughs> yeah, I can't say that. <laughs> it's fun. It'll fun be to passion say. fruit fun to, to say. <laughs> Today's guest, Lil. Yes. Our guest is Jean Kelly. Jean has 40 years of experience as a personal trainer, 
20 plus years teaching college and university courses in fitness certifications, exercise science courses, as well as nutrition and aging programs. He's a retired fire medic. Oh. And with 30 plus years working as a certified Grand Canyon and adventure guide, he has 10 years of developing and practicing active aging and adventure fitness. And we're excited to visit with you. Gino, how are you doing today? Very good. Very good. It's nice to be here. Good to see you guys and talk with you. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. For sure. So, wow. What a bunch of stuff here. Holy cow. And there are other certifications I didn't even mention, but a lot of experience in the uh, longevity and active aging area. I'm just curious, Gino, what was it that kind of piqued your interest and brought you into this, uh, this area? Well, you know, I think that when I was a, a little boy, at that time, you know, back in the 50s and 60s, most of the people who were around me who were getting older were, they were pretty much incapable of doing much. Oh, and I yeah. just surrounded me and I never wanted to be that way. And I think from my earliest memories, it was important to me to live to be 100 and play every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially when you're seven years old, right? Live to be 100 and play every day. That's important. <laughs> well, it, it never changed. It, kept, it, kept it never up. changed. And so I have always, it's just always been important to me to be able to go out and do whatever I wanted to do. And mm-hmm. so I've, I've tried to bring that into my life in every moment and also share that with other people. Uh, I love that. I love that. And what a great goal for all of us to have to just be able to do the things that we want to do. Right. I mean, you know, it's one thing to think, okay, I want to be 90 and still doing an Ironman triathlon. And maybe that's the thing that you want to do. And if it is, holy cow, go for it. Like, absolutely go for it. But most of us just kind of want to live a good life, you know, be able to get in and out of our car. If we drop our keys to bend over and pick it up, to pick up the grandkids and play with them. Those are, those are the things that most of us just really want. And unfortunately uh, for some of us, we, we, you know, aren't even able to achieve those things. Um, So I love that as a goal. What a, what a great lifestyle to choose and to live. Well, I I think that um, something that you said there is kind of the belief system that that most people come up with as as they begin to age, and that is that I'm going to get old and my abilities are going to decrease. And I don't really find that so much. You know, research tells us that you can keep what you have and be totally active up until you're about 85 years old, 87, and a little bit more if you're really, really into it. And so I think that that's totally capable. I have clients. I have one in particular who's in his mid-80s and kiteboarded until he was 80 years old. How cool is that? And he's, he's not an unusual person. The guy had a heart, um, a heart valve transplant when he was in his 70s. Wow. wow. But he just committed to being in shape and, and to doing things that he loves in life. Well, and it seems like that's the key and and the cu- and the really the cure for sure. And we experience that at the Huntsman yeah. World Senior Games, uh, just all the time. You know, people who've just committed themselves to doing the things that they're passionate about, and uh, it works out for people. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I, purpose and passion is a, a big part of uh, active aging. Absolutely, absolutely. There's no question about that. Now, one of the things that I noticed um, that you focus on that I think is really interesting is the concept of true age. Tell us, tell us a little bit about that concept and what that means and, and you know, how we can achieve a, a true age that we really want. Okay, well, I, you know, I came by that by, I, I read Katie Bowman's book on train your DNA. She's a biomechanist and, and she had a practical application for the way that your cells age. And it just really resonated with me. It's, it's a type of training that I had always used. 
And, um, and so I began to imply that into my training. And what I use is um, true age is, is measuring the number of years you've been around versus the age of yourselves. And we, we do that by a, a pretty simple test. What, what is the test? What does that look like? Okay, well, it's a two-part test, and the first part of it is a question, a questionnaire, and that's on mostly health habits. Okay. So, it's designed on health habits. We run through the test, and it identifies individual things or particular things that you may not, um, that, that you know, habits you picked up over your lifetime, like not drinking enough water, things like that. And then the, the second part of it is a physical test which is, is pretty moderate, but um, we give a physical test and there's a lot of parameters out there um, by, you know, NASM and all the certifying organizations or fitness organizations that measure where you should be at a particular age and what you should be capable of doing. So using those metrics, we just measure where you're at and then we can add years to your life, take away years to your life and show you what you're gonna do. I would like to mention, though, an interesting thing that I found. Yeah. As I talk to clients and I, I prepare them to taking these tests and things like that, a lot of times I hear somebody say to me, you want me to live longer? Well, I don't know if I really want to do that because them last years, oh, my God. But so I've changed the way that I actually approach that into health span. Okay. Instead of just aging, we're still just increasing the age that somebody's going to live. We want to increase your health, health span. How long am I going to be healthy and capable of doing things? And I think that's a more appropriate way or a more beneficial way of thinking about how aging happens to us or how we could selectively age. And again, like you said, it's so much about attitude and, and your approach to life. If, if you feel like, you know, your last 20 years is going to be full of disease and in mm -hmm. a bed, you know, maybe you don't want to stick around. Right? right. But if you're talking about health span and your ability to continue to live your life and do the things that you want to do, that's a totally different mindset and a totally different outcome. Everybody wants to keep their independence. Yeah. And, and those of us, as we age, we see our parents have to give that up. Mm -hmm. That's a sad thing. And I, you see it all, all around you. As a medic in the fire service, I saw it all the time because we're hauling these people around who have to go to the hospital. And, and those people who were sedentary, I see them diminishing and decreasing their physical and mental abilities year after year after year, where people who are active and moving and, and have a moderate attitude towards diet and lifestyle, they maintain what they have and they even can improve it if they so choose to, which I think is an important thing that we look at. You do have the choice to do that. You have the power to keep that age at a moderate level and until you get way up there in aging. Yeah. I love it. I'm curious as you've, uh, I mean, you've had a lot of experience, years of experience in administering this test and working with people as a personal trainer, as an outdoor guide, all the things that you've done. Um, Generally speaking, when people take this test, are they pleasantly surprised or are they disappointed? <laughs> There's a little bit of everything. Okay. okay. I think that most people, I think we all know today there's enough on TV. There's enough on the internet. You know, anytime something goes wrong with somebody, they're, they're looking what's going on, what's going on. I think we're pretty much informed. It comes down to actually doing these things. Yeah. You know, and so most people, they have a realization of kind of where they are. They know by the way they move, the way they feel, and whether that's above par and above those around them or less than those people who are around them. So, I, you know, I think that most people are, they understand where they're at. But 
occasionally it's nice to have somebody who really gets a good number. They're yeah. five years younger than their chronological age, 10 years. But see, that's the goal of the program is, and I think there's a lot of, you know, active aging programs out there who are kind of moving in that way. What we want to do is get you in here at 70, work with you a little bit and bring your balance back. That's a big one, right? Mm-hmm. Balance and a little bit of uh, agility and things, agility, emotion and things like that. And then start to reduce that age so that you were functioning like you were when you were 50, 50 you know? or, or, or younger. So that's awesome. And I know that, you know, there's not time to get into everything that you go over with your with your customers and your clients and, and, and the people that you're working with. But maybe you can just share one or two things that uh, that we that we ought to be focused on that will help lower that age. Okay, well, you know, I I think, you know, there's a lot of them, you know, we got we got water and we go on down the list, but you know, the toughest ones I think for most people to handle, stress is the number one killer. Yeah. You know, an aging situation. So, you got to find some type of stress management. You know, that's a big one. You got to find stress management, whether it's meditation or running, jogging, art, whatever that is for you. You have to find some way to do that. Two other big ones that I always have to work on. One is diet, of course. Right. Right. Um, So many people struggle with their diet, with their their energy um, input in their life. And, you know, so one of the things I found that's been the most effective tool to use is to to eat bland all week and have a splurge day and live it up on the you know, because right, Lil? <laughs> yeah, life's not worth living without splurge, you know, without some pleasantries, right. You got to have some pleasant stuff in your life. And, and so you can't just be devoid of that. Yeah. And so, but you need to plan it. So, um, you know, we know that you need vegetables. You need lots of vegetables in your life. You need clean fuel, clean fuel mostly comes from the ground. It needs to be, you know, organic if possible, locally grown if possible. You know, those things are pretty um, important. And I think most people know that these days. Sticking to that is is a difficult task. Knowing it and doing it are two different things, right? (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, we just, we get so busy, so so wrapped up into our lives that, you know, we just run out of time to prepare and, and create food and things like that. So, but it's important um, you know, if you don't take care of yourself, nobody else is going to do it for you. Right. You know, and you are, you are what you, how you feel, you know, and health is how you feel. Fitness is more what you can do. What am I capable of doing? And so that diet component, we need to um, just basically in that, you know, lots of vegetables. I like to use the alkali diet. And for anybody, you can just go online and just uh, Google alkali chart pull it up put it on your fridge and if you eat 80 percent of your foods from an alkali side you're golden and most of that's gonna be fruits and vegetables you know we need some proteins and we need some oils sure you know all of the vegetables have oils in them and it's there's plenty of them on that chart Uh, so and that's a real easy way to do that and you can use the foods that are locally grown that are in season they're all on that chart it makes it a real easy way to, to make a grocery and shopping plan um, and then, you know, good, clean meats, important. Um, one thing to remember that too much meat, um, it really increases the aging profile. Okay. You know, we've seen that. There's a lot of studies out there, you know, and a lot of people like to use uh, high protein diets to kind of regulate their, um, their metabolism. 
you right, know, right, right. but I, I'm, I don't really lean on that too much, you know, because of, of the acidity that it brings into the body and also because of the, the aging process that, that comes with that. Um, and I think that, um, you know, you got to get plenty of good oils, good healthy oils, nut oils and things like that are, are essential, you know, yeah. for, for joint health and brain health and everything like that. Um, and moving, moving on to one other thing, and that's going to be the fitness, you know, we've got five components of fitness or four components of fitness that, that are really, really important, you know, and, um, most of those are going to be, you know, um, we're starting with, you know, we got to take care of our balance, um, and we got to have, um, some endurance, um, we got to have, uh, some strength, agility, and strength is the really important one because, and it's, you know, most people don't really realize they think that strength or strength training is about getting big, getting muscular, but it's not. It's about maintaining hormones. It's about maintaining thyroid action. The thyroid is designed to, to help and create and regulate cellular production. So if you're not breaking down a little bit of cellular tissue once in a while, muscle tissue, then you're not activating the thyroid. And so it begins to decrease as you get older. We talk about muscle mass loss and most, most people, you just have to maintain it. And you have yeah. to do that with strength training. Hmm. So strength training also increases the, um, the nerve or neuro signal that comes from the brain into the muscles, into the fibers and things like that. And that sensation keeps you alive, keeps you in time contact with things, keeps your reaction levels up. And so it, it's huge, you know, strength training is a huge thing. And it's not just about building muscles. I appreciate that because uh, a lot of times when I visit with, with people, um, you know, within my circle about resistance training and strength training and things like that. I, I, I hear that a lot. It's like, oh, I but I don't want to be a bodybuilder. That's not, that's not my goal. You know, I don't want to look like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger or, or whoever is, is the next bodybuilder. Um, but, it, but like you said, it's not, it's not about that. It's just about quality of life and being able to continue to do the things that you want to do. And everything that we want to do is in some way connected to strength, our balance, our agility, our ability to pick up the grandkids and, you know, have, have those fun experiences. That's about strength, right? It is absolutely, absolutely about strength. Um, you know, it's, it's important, you know, in my experience, I've seen people who did not have the strength to, to save themselves in certain rescue scenarios. Yeah. It gave me a big passion for, for creating exercise programs that were full range of motion and creating and maintaining strength throughout life. Um, and I think one thing that's really important in that area is the, the use of strength throughout the entire range of motion. It's probably one of the most important things. Um, I just finished a book called physical intelligence okay. and uh, Mark Hyman is a, the author, incredible book. Anyway, in there, they talk about the necessity of the brain, the way the brain works in keeping the body as efficient as possible in all of its movement patterns. And so I call it the box of, uh, of efficiency and it's right here in front of us. And so we like to do everything there, getting our arms way out extended in front overhead, anything like that is, is something our brain tells us not to do. And so as you age and you use those repetitive patterns close to your body, you maintain the strength there, but you lose it everywhere else. That's right. And so one of the first things we do when we pull people in and get them started training in the active aging program is to start increasing the, the range of motion that they have strength in. So we want strength way out there because you're going to use that sometime. If you 
stumble a little and go to fall down and you extend that arm out to catch yourself, you may, you may pull some muscles or something else, you know? Yeah. So that's one of the biggest things that we bring to the table when we start working with people on, uh, on active aging. I, I like that. That makes a lot of yeah, sense. No. I, I've never heard of it, heard it put that way. Yeah. But if you think about that, you know, you, we do kind of just, everything is just tight right in front of us. But if you can extend your arms and get them above your head and reach down and have strength in all of those positions, um, yeah, you're, you're just yeah, going to be so much sense. more able to do the things again, yeah. the things that you want to do. Right. Now you go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say through some studies and stuff that I've found over the years, and just following along in that trail of thought, um, knees, shoulders are the biggest problems, and backs, of course, backs number one that we see in, in individuals as as they're aging. I mean, we're seeing it in young people now. One thing that we realized many years ago is that if you can squat all the way down to a squat like somebody in China or India would would normally sit without yeah. furniture, they don't have knee problems, they don't have lower back problems because you're working those muscles and extending those muscles throughout the entire range on a regular basis. And that prevents that buildup and that problem from happening. And so I see so much improvement in people coming in and we just create a scenario where they are squatting throughout the day. Uh, we have them come in and use a supported squat on with a TRX or, or some type of a, of a stationary object. And they reach and they squat all the way full range of motion and up full range of motion and up. And the knee improvement is just incredible. Huh. Back improvements, even people who are having uh, some back pain and issues, it just, it's a remarkable thing to see how that happens. It's funny. That's just one incident. No, that's, that's excellent. I appreciate that. We had a guest on, I'd spent a few weeks ago now, who uh, talked about the deep squat and how important that is. And yeah. in fact, he said he, he gets in line at, at Starbucks to get his morning coffee and he just drops right down into a squat right there, <laughs> right there in line. He said, I get some crazy looks, but you know what? I'm, I'm mobile. I'm active. I can move around. And so, you know, maybe we all need to wait in our Starbucks line in a deep squat. Maybe that would be the, the direction we need to go. You betcha. I, I, we, I was doing push-ups at the bank one day and somebody's asking me, what are you doing? And I told him, I said, well, you know, I'm trying to just increase that range of motion, you know, and everything and just kind of keep that, those arms going. I'm rehabbing re my shoulder. I'd fractured my shoulder, just trying to get it back. And after I gave my spiel, there's a couple of people in the bank doing push-ups, you know, <laughs> yeah, so <absolutely>. contagious. <laughs> it is. It is what it can be. I yeah. love it. So um, the three things that you talked about, and again, you know, an active, healthy life incorporates so much, so many things, but stress reduction, we got to find some way to reduce that stress right. in our lives, whether that is, like you said, go for a run, meditate, um, avoid yoga, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is that reduces stress in your life. <laughs> um, yeah, let's important. meditate on that. <laughs> uh, the next one is diet, of course, and nutrition. And um, I liked your advice there about 80% of what we're eating ought to, be, ought to come out of the ground, right? Right. Yeah. Um, so fruits and vegetables, so important, even on the intro of the show that we had, again, just really important stuff. And then finally, that physical element, the the exercise, the the fitness, the muscle endurance, the strength, all strength, those things, yeah. all those things. Excellent, excellent uh, advice all the way around. Gino, we appreciate you joining wow. us today and, and sharing some of your expertise and uh, best of luck as you're working with your clients and, and living your best life. 
You bet. Absolutely. I so much appreciate you guys having me on. And, you know, anytime that you can share knowledge that you've gained, it's your responsibility as as a professional um, in the world and whatever you do to share that with other people so that we can all grow together. Absolutely. We feel very strongly the same way. So once, once again, thanks for joining us and best of luck to you. You bet guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Lil. Wow. Really good stuff. Really good. And accessible, you know, stuff, stuff, it's not stuff that's like so far out there that you think, oh, I could never do that. It's just things that we can all do. So just to wrap us up here, don't forget that registration for the Huntsman World Senior Game (coughs) is indeed open. It has been since March 1st. You can check out all of our schedules, rules, the dates, as well as our COVID-19 plan to help keep us safe at SeniorGames.net. Once again, that is SeniorGames.net. And you know what? While you're there, check out some of the great content that we have. We've got regular health and wellness blog posts. We've got access to our Living Your Best Life webinar series. Just a just a, a bunch, a wheelbarrow full of information. Plethora. A plethora. <laughs> thank you. Uh, of information on active aging. And uh, just, again, really easy, yeah. accessible stuff. So remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We do take this live show. We turn it into a podcast, and you can subscribe pretty much anywhere the podcasts are found. If you are listening by podcast, take a moment and give us a rating and write a quick review if you can. It really helps us spread the word. One of the best and easiest places to leave a review is at podchaser.com slash the active life and of course you can find this as well as previous shows right on our website and again that is seniorgames.net so check that out today's inspirational thought though okay it comes from dave willis and he says be an encourager the world has plenty of critics already like it (laughs) (laughs) till next thursday stay active